looks are great. Quit rap, get a job, buy a damn dress shirt. You can't sound it like the hip hop version of Fran Drescher. Uh, beautician in the beast. See, I don't fuck around. Michael McDonald, I'm the Yamo, burn us to the ground. I seen better days, they wish I went away. I came to make my pockets fat. Kevin James, Ralphie Met. At home depot the whole day. <laughs> Drive around with no insurance. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Perfect 10 Podcast. I'm Ralphie May. And I'm Lana Turner. And uh, we are Imperfectly Yours. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. That at the top was a special rap that um, a fan of yours made, a guy by the name of Mike Dumphy. Man, I love that, man. You know, the, it, the beat and the rap was very Eminem. And you know what? I, I dig it, man. Isn't I like cool? it. Isn't that cool when somebody yeah, does something Yeah, that's a that's- guy who's actually fucking rapping. No auto-tune, no fucking faggoty shit, no uh, no uh, bitches and hoes and stupid licks. That's a guy who's putting rhymes together, man. And uh, I got to give it up. Thank you. Thank you for including me in, in a great piece of music. So that should make you feel awesome that you're so loved. I right? am. You feeling loved, Ralphie? You're I am. Out in the I world am. again, feeling yes. the love? yes. I am out in the world. I'm off the island. I uh, I'm off the Malibu island. I'm out in rehab. Out and about. Out of rehab. Right. Out of rehab. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was it was a great experience. And I got a lot of my uh, trauma issues behind me. And uh, I got the PTSD. I wrote a joke. They were like, because I was making lewd and dirty jokes all the time. And they were like. Uh, I bet you can't even make a clean joke. And I go, sure I can. Really? Show me. You know, my therapist was being, you know, they were they were all trying to show me up. And I go, okay, I got PTSD. Put the sandwich down. All right? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, all right, I stand corrected. And I go, oh, touche. Really? Right? How, you're in there getting therapy and they're shitbagging on the fact that you don't tell like the perfect clean set of comedy yeah well you know they they have a thing there they they use all this uh talk because there's people there who have uh issues with like offensive language and stuff like that and they're like boundaries boundaries and they say boundaries a lot which means like curtail and they try to tell grown-ass people like men how to act and it's like are you serious they try to say boundaries. Who's and offended by the language? The staff there or the? Sometimes the staff and sometimes sometimes some of the patients. Not oh. the dudes, but the chicks. Oh. All right. But, uh, oh, man, it was it was great. Apparently they didn't have very many boundaries before they ended. Yeah, right? I mean, kind of, right? Like I know. I know. They're, they're upset by by a dick joke, but they don't mind sucking dick, you to know. To get the drugs Yeah, or whatever, for coke, right? yeah. you know. It's like, okay. Um, but you know, I was the only one there who wasn't there for drugs and, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. It was, uh, it was a hell of a thing, you know, it was great. Um, I'm glad that, um, I, uh, I did my time and I worked on issues and I put in a lot of work and, um, you know, hopefully around here, uh, you don't have to walk, walk on eggshells around me and my personality is much better and my feelings are much better and I'm more in tune uh, with me and I'm more uh, omnipresent and I don't take, um, 
the pain meds for my back to tune out, and I don't tune out in general. I don't use my depression to, uh, uh, you know, hide from you guys, and, uh, you know, I'm just... You know, I'm not hiding from anything now anymore, and I, I feel great about it. I feel great about being a husband and a father, and I uh, feel great about being um, a better a better man overall, and hopefully that'll make me a better comedian. But, you know, I don't even care about being a comedian. I just want to be a great husband and wife. And, uh, husband I, and wife? You want to be a great wife? You are a great wife. In a way, I do want to be a great wife. I want to cook and take care of the babies and, and uh, you know, and uh, make sweet love to my wife. And, what? Uh, I know, throwing that D, son. Well, you've, and, got, uh, you, you've you've made your way through a tremendous, um, tremendous little battle here. Like I, I think I, it's really awesome, and I'm really proud of your next step, what yeah. you're about to go do. Which you know, I think it takes a lot of courage. Tell them what you're about to do. I think it's really I am, cool. Uh, I'm going to this uh, place in Nashville, um, actually just south of Nashville, in Brentwood. Um, it's a uh, uh, a camp uh, that uh, it's it's a, a clinic actually. It's called FitRx. Uh, there's commercials that run uh, all over on cable. Um, it's a uh, a health uh, clinic that uh, it's doctor supervised, and it's weight loss that uh, really helps you work out and get right with nutrition. They do a uh, they work with your genetics and. Find out what helps you, and and uh, you know I'm I'm really looking forward to making myself better, and uh, you know I've gotten my head straight or straighter, and it's going to be a long time you know working on that, and just like it's going to be a long time working on my body, but you know I can't get it done if I don't start, and I have to start, and it's going to be good to start with a at least a minimum of thirty days, maybe longer, mm-hmm. and uh, just like it was with my um, with my head. It was more than 30 days. And, uh, you know, I have to do it, man. It's a I lifetime have to do it. of work. Of course right? it is. Um, but, you know, to like today, my first day out, I, uh, I went and worked out this morning. And I'm going back on Friday. And I'm going to work out with you tomorrow. I'm going to walk and uh, goof off and have fun with the babies and fly them around and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's a party, man. You know, it, working out doesn't have to be hard. It can be fun and it can be a good time. Nobody says it has to be hard. Work is not the right word for working out. Well, yeah, I, I mean, if you find something you like to do just and it involves moving your body, then go for it. Right. Um, Throwing the D, making them biscuits. <laughs> it's only, it hadn't been that long since you've been out, but you no, must feel No, no, it's been less than 24 hours. Um, but uh, just being out is great. Being with know? Hoochie Mama again, your dog. Oh, Hoochie Mama. And she is a fully functioning uh, service dog now. Yeah, we got her service. Okay, so... Guys, yesterday I got Hoochie Mama's service dog license so she can now do everything with Ralphie, right up to getting on an airplane with you and sitting on the seat next to you because she is certified. Yep. Yeah. And that fat bitch is riding with me everywhere, okay? So watch out, Jack, all right? And she eats peanuts, and when she eats peanuts, she gets gassy. So watch out and seats in front of us and back of us. (laughs) She's going to be passing Wendy's up there in in, uh, first class, okay? (laughs) She'll be dropping it like it's hot. It's going to be awesome. A nice little farting English bulldog oh, in first class. That's she's classic. so funny. And snoring. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, she was finally, s- I've got somebody to combat that, that businessman from Iowa, okay, <laughs> with sleep apnea. <laughs> oh, really? Here, Hoochie, let me rub your tummy. Hoochie will snore awake with right, her eyes right. open. She's okay? just breathing. She's like, she's like, I got you, bitch. I got you. <laughs> you ain't nothing, okay? But, you know, with PTSD, I actually have a real reason. No, 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 no. This is legit. Like, I got it through the legit source, the um, yeah. the canine paws. Was it canine paws and claws? Yeah, paws and claws. The canines paws and claws. And they're an organization we've done a lot of work with to help raise money for the military guys. I love those guys. They come back and need a dog for their, to help them out. These guys are yeah. terrific. And... um. And we talked to them a long time ago about Hoochie and the need. And um, I really believe that you legitimately need her. And, you know, you can take her anywhere now except a sterile environment like, you know, a, um, you know, a hospital that, yeah. you know, they're dealing with 
like you can even you might even be able to take her into parts of hospitals but not right not like the you don't want to take it into her into a burn ward or something yeah like you right get a dog hair and a yeah. burn victim Aye. that's a bad combo yeah sorry soda pop sorry pony boy yeah, you can't take her into open heart <laughs> surgery or something like that right exactly yeah you don't want that exactly she's uh she's gonna go with me everywhere we'll go to the movies okay we'll be eating popcorns <laughs> okay we'll have a great time we'll be drinking soda pop all right we're gonna have a good time it's gonna be a great we're gonna have a party. What movie you want to take Hoochie to see? Uh, she wants to go see Skyfall right now. Okay, she <laughs> wants to go see the new Bond. She likes that guy. All right, she's English. He's English. Okay, you know, uh, she she loves that. And then she wants to go see Red Dawn. Okay, she hates those dirty Koreans. Mm -hmm. All right, and uh, <laughs> not not like like Ken Jung. She likes the Southern Koreans, but she hates those li little sawed off she Northern doesn't like Koreans. Communists, I guess. Right? No, no, she doesn't like them commie bastards. All right, and uh, so you know we're gonna go see that stuff. We're gonna be having a good time, and uh, you know we're gonna do th stuff like that. You know we might go get a massage. Okay, you know? And you, you know what she yeah. she was getting some acupuncture for her little arthritic soldier. Oh, nice. Our dog is so spoiled that I she's know. so worth. It. But she can go with me into the hotels. Any hotel now, she can't be excluded. Even the casinos, she's, I know. she's in. I know. Yeah. She can sit with me at the blackjack table. I'll put her up there. She'll be the dog playing cards. Okay, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'll put her in the seat. Okay, she'll be up there. They can't tell her no. I know. She'll I have know. a little service uh, fest. I know. It'd be so funny, you know. Watch the Asian dealing her cards. Like, <laughs> ha ha! You got the uh, eighteen. Oh, 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 you did good. You do very good. All right. And she's and, just. Uh, <laughs> she breathes like my buddy Cowhead down in Tampa. Oh, Cow. Right. I know. I know. We could maybe do a date with Hoochie one night. Uh, somebody, somebody, one of our fans is going to get drunk and try to finger blast her. Okay. I don't know if I want to let And Hoochie, that dirty bitch. She will push, push back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we know her. Hoochie's got a history, folks. Yeah. But now she's now she's a service dog, and you might see her um, on the road with us if you come see a show. Yeah, yeah. Come uh, come to the show, and if you see me in the airport, some, say hi and come give her a pet. Will you bring her out on stage with you sometime? Just have her sit next to you while you're on yeah, stage? Yeah, sure. You think she'd w walk away because there's food on the tables? <laughs> she'd probably be more uh, more in tune to sit there and like, hey, what are you going to do with them french fries? <laughs> uh, you won't eat them print fries. Uh, throw me a French fry or something. How about that? How about it? <laughs> Give me a French fry. You know, I'm a little girl over here. I'm working. How about a French fry? <laughs> Is that a chicken finger? Yeah, give me a chicken <laughs> finger. All right, give me a chicken finger. Like I'd love to finger. see her get on stage with you. I think you'd be just have like so much fun talking yeah, right. about her while you're on stage. Oh yeah, I had to bring a bed out there for her to get comfy. Right. You know, I don't want her sitting on the so, hard stage. Speaking of a hoochie mamas, Ralph, you wouldn't believe what Danny brought to us. What? A fuck saint. A fuck saint. Do you have any idea what that is? Uh, no. This is somebody. Is it a Catholic thing? Like, like a. It could be. <laughs> it could be. She is is um. Her name is Genevieve Joy. Okay. She spreads joy by spreading her legs like butter. <laughs> like butter. Like butter. Easy she, for bread. She's a fuck saint because she has fucked the unfuckable. And when <laughs> the un and when the unfuckable choose not to fuck her, it's it's like she builds resentment. Well, it's it's yeah, uh, yeah I mean it's it's just it's just a, a moment to. to <laughs> you have to you just li it. just listen to this this I this love right it here. Already. Is our it's a kind of it's kind of a a slut story going awry because rather than it being a slut story, it is a fuck saint story. Joy fucked the world and made them come. Our fuck saint Genevieve on every couch she sat with pride, and every man was a flea. You have a, a, a something you like to call your rotation, which is very interesting. Tell me a little bit about what that means, rotation. Okay, it means that I don't... I, I pretty much am always involved with somebody, but it's usually multiple at the same time. You know, I'm not really, I don't know, monogamy is not my middle name, I guess. It's not something that, it's something I struggle with a little bit because I love 
boys. And I love all of them. Actually, I shouldn't say boys. I love men because I don't like guys who are under 40. Huh. So in a rotation, meaning you have multiple partners on a list or whatever in your head, mm-hmm. and uh, you're always rotating partners I'm usually in seeing out. all of them. And some of them hang in for a long time. I mean, the most I've ever gone with one guy, I don't know, maybe six months, but I don't, does that, but there, there was still, there were still slips with other guys with coming, other guys in, the in, in between here and there but basically monogamous maybe six months so how many people are on your typical rotation um usually you know there's generally I, this sounds so strange but there's generally a main guy you know and sometimes that can switch there's generally a main guy and then there's a couple of sort of like ex, extra guys there was an Israeli, this bald Israeli who I couldn't stand. He had the worst personality ever. And but but uh, the physical connection was great. And and that can't sustain for very long. If you don't like talking to someone and you don't like hanging out with them and you're not emotionally invested, you don't you literally don't give a shit about this person. It's hard to sustain anything with them. I hooked up with this guy. I didn't know who he was. He was gorgeous. Not my type. When I stray from Italians and Jews, it always gets screwed up. This guy was like blonde, you know, kind of like a Ken doll, which is so not my type at all. But I made an exception. And he, he tells me that he went to a Christian college, which I didn't really think much of because, you know, I went to Catholic high school. doesn't really mean anything, you know, right? And then after, I wake up in the morning, and he says, uh, he kept going, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, over and over, which is very annoying after the third time. It's like, I got it, beautiful, thanks, you know? And he, uh, he says, do you mind if I say a few words? When I'm laying there, he sits up, and I said, uh, sure, what's on your mind, you know? And he takes one hand and puts it on my heart and takes one hand and puts it over my head. He says, I don't know what your spirituality is. I used to be a Christian, but after, after last night, I feel like I'm so much more. Lord, <laughs> I want to thank you for the presence of this beautiful creature and the love that was shared in this Ooh. space. Swear to God. I'm like, where are the fucking cameras? This is so not real. If I won't date a guy if he's a blonde, if he doesn't drink, if he doesn't, you know, curse, if he, do, if he is, you know, if I even suspect that a guy manscapes any part of his body, I, I'm disgusted. I like hairy, beastly, old Men, if I can't picture you wearing a loincloth and you know, like killing an animal with your hands, I want nothing to do with you. Have you banged a lot of comedians? Yes. So, do you, can you kiss and tell? Sure. All right. Um, who was the freakiest comic you hooked up with? The freakiest comic that I hooked up with. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Ever get peed on or? <laughs> no, I never. I, you know, no, I, I never did get peed on. Well, all right. Uh, I, mm, well, all right. Here's, here's a story that's sort of not and sort of indirectly about me. I had a Christmas party, all right, and I went through a period where I was totally in love with Dan Natterman. Nobody understands it. I don't even, right? I had this thing for Dan Natterman. And he it's came like the words that have never been spoken, by the I way. I really had a major, major thing for Dan Natterman. Okay. And he, we would hang out, and he, we would hang out together. We'd get totally drunk together, and then he'd be like, well, Geneviève, uh, good night now, and he'd be gone. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, it never happened. Oh never hooked up with him. Finally, <laughs> like, it's my Christmas party where, uh, you know, I'm, I go into my bedroom. He kind of follows me in. We go into my room, and, and he goes, he kisses me like this, like, like you know, and I, on, like a little peck on the lips. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, <gasps> and he goes, I've been in therapy longer than you've been alive. And then he left. Wow. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> I have this hideous friend who, her, we call her Twink because she looks like a hammerhead sprite. Like, she's really, really skinny, like a pixie, you know, like her arms are like fingers and she's got a weird face. Like her eyes are like a hammerhead shark on opposite ends of her face. And <laughs> anyway, she's <laughs> Twink. And so she takes me out to lunch and she's like, what, what do you think of Dan Natterman? I'm like, what, 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 what do you mean? Like, in what respect, you know? And thinking, like, does she know, you know? 
And she's like, well, he asked me if I wanted to go out with him. And I'm like, well, uh, you know, I, I mean, go if you want. Like, none of my business, I guess. And she's like, oh, so you don't mind? I'm like, well, it's not really my place to mind, you know? It's not like I'm dating him or anything. She goes, oh, okay, good. Well, then I guess I can tell you I had sex with him. And I'm like, what? You know? And she told me that Dan Natterman was the best lay of her life. I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And she said... <laughs> This is the nerdiest part of the story. She's telling me all these details, which is a little uncomfortable, you know, but she's all, I've got to tell someone and you're the only one who really knows him. And I'm like, this is so awkward. So he, she said to him in bed, how did you get to be so good at sex? And he said, why, uh, sex school, of course. Oh my God, I love it. That's so fucking funny. By the way, Dan Natterman is freaking hilarious. He's and, hilarious. And I have to say, it's very sexy when a guy is funny, even when he talks like he's from an old 1940s radio yeah. show. Like <laughs> that, That's a little hard to uh, like stay in the moment. But yeah, wow, that's crazy. I'm a big fan of Dan Natterman as a comedian and as a person. I, I like him yeah. a lot. No, he's a, he even though he turned guy. me down and broke my heart and... He has no Fuck idea, though. No, he knows. He does? I, I'm a, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I made a big scene and it was ugly and very When you made a scene, like you told him, like you No, like my he friend, came or? to my birthday party, you know? And, and what did I say? Something like really, really, really embarrassing. Like I had like a little bit of like a, you know, you like that hammerhead sprite more than me. Like. <laughs> few glasses of wine and he was like oh, Genevieve, uh, yeah, yeah, wait, there's a time and a place so <laughs> it's a party it's your birthday it's fun we're, we're having fun i'm not here for her i'm here for you we're friends it's it's all it's good and i'm like <laughs> okay it was very embarrassing Wow, I was drunk. Who knew Dan Natterman was such, a, such a great lay? Too. Yeah, and a great lay. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I, I, I tell people that I'm like, I swear to God, she said he was the best lay of her life. No one believes me. I don't even really believe it. But all right, we're gonna have to link this story up to a picture and some information <laughs> yeah. on Dan Natterman for those of you who don't know who he is. Definitely, definitely, definitely log on to the Perfect Ten Podcast website, perfecttenpod.com, and look at the look at who Dan Natterman is and ladies and who I am get to ready. be rejected by get Dan ready. Natterman. Get no those panties, get those panties <laughs> ready because he is apparently quite. The, you know that he'll love this story. I hope he hears this because he'll, he'll be getting like all kinds of new pussy thrown at him. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Genevieve. It was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> so she's got a rotation of dudes, right? Okay, that are regular dates. Uh-huh. So basically, it's a merry-go-round of dudes, free dinners, and dicks. No, no, no. There's no dinner. There's no dinner. It's just no. dick. It's just rotation. Like different guys come in and out. Maybe she goes out with them occasionally. But it didn't didn't sound like it. It sounded more like she's just getting getting cock. it on with different guys. And yeah, she gets different cock, and then she's out. Right. It's see, I, that was the gist of it. Yeah. Wow. Different cock, and then and and the one that got away is Dan Natterman. That's the one she's pining over. Guys, Dan we're gonna post Natterman. some Dan Natterman up on our website, so you can check him out. Dan is amazingly funny, hilarious, hilarious, and also he's a nice guy. Like I like Dan. Very, very gentlemanly in a 1920s type of way, and, and, and he's very, very. I could just describe him as a Jew. He's a very, very Jewy Jew. Okay, right. You, you said s- that, not me. Right, right. Because Dan Natterman will will say I'm uh, anti-Semitic. And no, drop I'm a hat. Jew, and I'm describing him as a very Jewy Jew. Okay, but the you Jewiest said of that, Jews. not me, right. because Dan Natterman will paint me as anti-Semitic right. in a fucking moment's notice. No, it came notice. from me, so yeah. He but has it, before. He's called me anti-Semitic. He has? Cause, yes, because I called you a Jew broad, oh. which you are. You're a dirty Jew broad. Well, people don't like the expression dirty Jew. People, Why? You are a dirty Jew. Yeah, no, you're a Jew and you're dirty. What well, that makes you a dirty I, Jew? I'm a, I'm a dirty comedian and Jewish, whatever. Yeah. But people think of the expression "dirty Jew" as being like "Juden," "dirty Juden." Like it's a, but that's people get sensitive. I, I can say this: Dan's also one of the most unfuckable people I've ever met. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll tell you that. He is the most fucking unfuckable guy. I mean, he, he would talk him. Okay, if a girl wanted to fuck Dan Natterman at dinner, he would talk her out of fucking him. Well, he talked he would, he, he would He would say, he would tell her, you know, you probably shouldn't fuck me because... You know, I'm just a, a waste of life. I, I'm not someone that deserves pussy. What I happens? don't know. Dan might be a, a, a real like player. Like on the way like, to Katz's Deli, he falls in no, a pussy. No, Dan's not a player. Dan, Danny, Danny LaBelle knows Dan okay. Adderman better than either of Maybe us. Maybe he gets hooked so up on J-Date. I did a podcast with Dan Adderman. I love him. But that man gets laid bicentennially. He does not. <laughs> the fact that he gets laid in this story is the only un, is more unbelievable <laughs> than the story. Than the story. The whole thing is insane. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's so funny. So like so Genevieve is upset because she can she gets pipe all over the place, constantly has a rotation of guys coming in in and cock, out of cock, her cock, at all cock, time. Cock cock. cock. Cock, cock. She gets the cock, cock. Cock, cock. Cock, cock. You know what, Ralphie? I think you're looking at it this the wrong way. I think she's the Mother Teresa of pussy. <laughs> I think she goes out and finds the unfuckable and fucks them. And she was very disturbed by the fact that she found one of the most unfuckable people being Dan Matter. Dan Natterman is and, unfuckable. And, 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 her, and her saintly vagina didn't reach out to him. Danny, will you do me a favor? Will you call Dan and talk to him about this? Will you get a little backstory from his perspective? Because, I mean, this seems so unfair. Like, I really adore Dan Adam, and I think he's hilarious. I think he's funny, nice, yeah, great guy. Yeah, but, but and we're talking we talk about him behind Dan his Adderman back. About him being funny, he disagrees I, with us. I can talk as Dan Adderman, and and I will. Okay. I, I, I'm sure Dan will allow, because uh, I've heard his side of this. Okay. He goes, well, Dan LaBelle, because uh, I said, I said, <laughs> that Adderman, sounds just like I, him. Jesus I said, why Christ. didn't you fuck Genevieve? Cause she was coming to me about this. Like, she, I, I, you work with Dan. Like, why, why won't he go for me? And I was like, I don't know why the hell he won't go for. Me. He should be going for anything. Cause no shit. E- every day, all we talked about is how he didn't get yeah. laid. So I said, Dan, why don't you, Gen- Genevieve? Obviously, she wants to have sex. But why don't you do? Well, Dan LaBelle, let me tell you something right now. I might not get much pussy, but I'm very selective with what I do. <laughs> 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 that, that, that is a starving man turning down a ham sandwich because he's kosher. Remember someone else Dan once said to me when he goes, she's a lovely girl, but no means no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. See, folks, Dan Adderman is hilarious, even when Danny channels him. Well, here you go, guys. Genevieve is not only um, an amazing slut story, but she's also a very funny comedian. Very and funny comedian. Check her out. We have her information online. Being the Mother Teresa of pussy, you would think, well, she should probably be fucking all different, like, sizes and shapes and whatever. And um, I got to hang out with Brad Williams. <laughs> but I got thinking about it. She should fuck Brad Williams. No, because Brad isn't need, doesn't need pussy. He gets tons of pussy. He does get tons and of pussy. He's a dwarf. That little fucker's been caught fucking in almost every green room. Really? Okay, yeah. Did you know that? I mean, no, I didn't that know little that. fucker. He's got I, mad game. That little fucking Toll House elf, he fucks in every green room. <laughs> okay, he's making cookies in like the Irvine Improv <laughs> green room. Really? Yeah, he got busted there. Ontario Improv green room, he fucks there. <laughs> Who's gonna okay. get mad though about him getting put? Like, no, everybody. Well, I mean, like everybody sprinkling. who puts their food down on the fucking table, okay? Because that little son of a bitch is standing up there throwing dick and dropping sperms. And if you're sprinkling, if you're sprinkling, if you're midget dropping sperm, midget sperms is everywhere, that like, is that like fairy dust? <laughs> ah, he comes fairy dust. Okay, that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, but he, I heard he was fucking. Uh, he was uh, the Tampa Improv, okay? Which is hard. I heard because, that story too. Yeah, see, all right, and uh, that's a hard one to be because uh, the green room is up at the, at the yeah because you got to go up those fucking stairs you know how midges hate the stairs they got <laughs> oompa loompa all the way up them fucking <laughs> stairs okay all right i heard he was fucking in that one and i heard he i heard he was fucking in the uh miami one right behind the stage really yeah yeah that little fuck is is a throwing dick son of a bitch he's got game He's, he is. He's he. I mean, he he, he invented a finger bang. Okay, what? you know what his finger bang is? What? They call it the grenade. It's a midget finger bang, <laughs> where they stick the whole, hand? whole midget arm up in there. Okay, and then with like a fist. Okay, they fist a whole pussy meat. Okay, and then wiggle right? their fingers. And then they go boom, and they open their hand. Okay, and they, is they that, blow it up. Is that midgets in general or Brad Williams? Brad move? Williams. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah. He's a freak. I mean, girls, if you want your pussy turned out proper, 
All right, go fuck Midget Brad Williams. Okay, he'd be throwing it. He'd be putting right? that and hand I, up there. He's, I, I, you know, he's got great use of his hands. He he kicked my butt at the video games. We play ooh, video games all. Really? Yeah, we met at the arcade because we be, couldn't go be, miniature uh, golfing. Yeah. <laughs> we got rained out, people. <laughs> y'all should have y'all should have done go karting. Well, and, and they you didn't have it. Whipped his ass. His feet couldn't reach the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did we did play the fake driving on the video games, but um, you know he um I, I gotta tell you I I um I I just love I I love his little midget hands. Okay, I love it when he <laughs> shakes my hand. Okay, a lot of people get creeped out by that. You Why know, do you get creeped out? Why would uh, you a lot of people do? Not me. Why? I love I love midget. Okay, uh, I love them. I really do. I love all midgets. They're awesome. Okay, yeah. But I caught a lot of midget shit. You know, a couple years ago. Remember that? Well, Brad complimented you. He said you have some of the best midget humor of he's ever heard. He uh, exactly. Joke. You know, I I don't I don't buy the I don't buy the bullshit though that they're dwarfs. All right, you're not a fuck. Dwarf. Well, I if did... you're a dwarf, I'm a fucking wizard. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I so told, I'm a I wizard told him. and I can make magic. You're not a fucking dwarf. You're a midget. I told Brad. I said we were going to go back and play golf, miniature golf, with you when yeah. you, and that you would be the lady in braids. He would take, <laughs> he would take his battle axe. But I wasn't sure how I fit into that. Would I be the wizard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to be, uh, yeah, man. I'll be, uh, I'll be like, um, uh, uh, I'll be like that guy. Um, uh, you remember Bugs Bunny? Killed a rabbit, killed a rabbit. All right, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Elmer Fudd played that the lady. All right. Okay. West winds blow. <laughs> East winds blow. What should I be if we, when we get around to doing this? Um, I don't know. Well, you you, you can be like a uh, 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 Zena. <laughs> warrior princess or something like that awesome yeah let's roll your tape i want to hear it what happened with you and your midget adventures with brad williams ah oh, give it a listen and now it's time to play and now it's time to play the perfect 10 podcast arcade challenge i'm here with brad williams that's my name <laughs> Hi, Brad. How are you? I'm wonderful. And uh, you guys said, what do you want to do today? And this is what I do with my off time. I'm a 28-year-old, 5-year-old. Really? And I love arcades. I love just, I don't know what it is, if it's the lights, if it's the colors, if it's uh, the fact that it's a stereotypical joke for a dwarf to play mini golf. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Which, by the way, yes, I'm a dwarf. I have to say that. Uh, we were kind of hoping for the mini golf. Unfortunately, yeah. it's raining outside of all the things. The one day in Southern California when it's raining. So we're, we're going to be, like, fighting for some sort of perfect 10 prize. <laughs> Are you ready for the challenge? I'm ready for the challenge, okay, Lana Turner. I'm going to hand it over to our judge, Danny Lobel. The contest. What do you like, the contest? contest. I'll be the reality show contest judge okay. <laughs> handing it over to danny lobel our reality show contest judge welcome to the perfect 10 arcade challenge <laughs> today lana turner versus brad williams with many challenges ahead whoever can come up with 100 tickets first wins tickets 100 Ooh. tickets will be given out by the machines based on how well you do in the games may the perfect 10 arcade challenge begin lana are you ready i'm ready yes <laughs> i I can take you on, Brad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your butt. You can't. You have no idea. Uh, uh, Brad, are you ready? I'm ready. But uh, you know how I love arcades and strip clubs. You sound like the strip club DJ is announcing it. <laughs> like, come to the main stage. It's candy, everybody. <laughs> come to the great. main stage. <laughs> awesome. Let's do this, Brad. I'm ready. Our first challenge: dance, dance, revolution. <laughs> okay. So, what Asian well, song do you want? I don't know. I have to get to know you, though, while we're doing this. I'm going to have to ask you questions about your childhood and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I like Janet. All right. This is the only song I know from here. It's Janet Jackson, the only one that doesn't sound like it's in a, from a Godzilla movie. <laughs> All right. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Okay. I've never done this before. Okay. You're kicking my ass. How do you know where to step? You got to step on the arrows as the arrow goes. Ah. So you go right, left. You guys, you guys stomp pretty hard. Apparently, the thing's not picking it up. All right. <laughs> you can tell when we stomp because the voice suddenly gets a little inflection in it. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is so embarrassing because, like, uh, this is, like, my man card's going to be revoked. 
but the very first <laughs> concert I ever went to was actually Janet Jackson. Was it really? Yeah, that was my very first concert. Really? Mine was Raffi live at the library. Raffi? Raffi. I remember Raffi. Yeah, oh my, my God. Concert. Oh, is that over? Wait, wait. Okay, so I'm a beginner. Wait. So player, oh uh, shit, you killed me. Lana's score was 3,978,494. Mine, like 8,440,859. Bam. Challenge one is taken by Brad Williams. <laughs> Let's see how Lana fares at our next arcade challenge, Skee-Ball. Oh, you, I probably got you on this, right? You definitely have All me right, on this. All right, let's do it. I don't know, I'm not very good at these things. All right, so, so you, did you get right. lucky at all when you were in high school or is that? No, I didn't lose my Virginia until I was 20. I, I didn't lose mine until I was older either. So, oh, all right, really? ready? All right. We're uh, both, yeah, I'm not that good. We are both very bad at this. You might beat me at this. Bam. Oh, man. Lana, not as much force. Not as much force. Okay, I'll get this. It, it, it's... It's there we go. Kind of like giving a hand job for the first time. You, How you, do you know? <laughs> well, I would give one to myself. You know, you just got you just kind of have to experiment. See see what feels good with how much pressure you can it, put on. I, I don't think this is anything like giving a hand no? job. Brad. No. Is, is, is this just me th I mean, thinking about my time down in Long Beach? Do you <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not doing good at this. You're you're kicking my ass, little man. That's what I do. Brad, how are you feeling right now about your lead over Lana? Are you feeling confident in the arcade challenge? Uh, in the ski ball, yes. I'm feeling very confident that I that I can dominate this. <laughs> Lana, you you were sure that the ski ball was one area you would take Brad down in. How are you feeling now that it's not looking that way? Well, um, I have to say, I'm not very confident at all at any game inside of an arcade. <laughs> but um, but the company is tremendous. <laughs> I, I, I think I think recalling losing my virginity is making me do well in this game. Yeah, you're feeling macho. So okay, so you lost your virginity to a dwarf woman. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Is is do you, what is your general like? I know you told me one, that that you feel like you're a bucket list. Like you get I a am. lot of. I'm a fetish. You're a fetish. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, see, here, here's the thing, and here's what I try to explain to people that aren't in comedy: is that, like, do you get like comedy groupies? I say. Yes, but it's not like rock groupies where you get off stage and it's like, uh, like you know, 90 tens just waiting there for you. It's three twos and maybe a seven. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the ones that are for me, they're determined. Like, because this is a bucket list thing. This is a fantasy. This is something that they've wanted to do, wanted to try forever. So they, it's like, I don't have a choice in the matter. They're like, no, this is happening tonight. Like, you really, you have nothing to say about this. Like, this is this is going down. What? How tall are you actually? Four, uh, four foot four. Okay. So, I, so I'm four foot four. I'm, I'm safe. So, it, when a girl takes a guy home, like she can know, or if she goes to like the guy's hotel room, she knows that if, if, if that guy's big, yeah, they're getting along now. But at any point, he could snap or something, and maybe do something she doesn't want to do, or bad stuff can happen, or advantage can be taken, so, something of that nature. For me, that could never happen. Like, cause the girl, you can always beat me up. You know what I mean? Like, so it, I'm not threatening. Like at any point, if you're not comfortable, you could just be like, you know what? We're stopping. And if I try to do anything, flick me across the room. <laughs> or like do the thing where you hold your uh, palm on, on my forehead and just kind of extend your arm and then I can't reach you. <laughs> Have you ever had a woman dominate you? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I've had that a couple times. Uh, there, there, there was one story. Um, oh. Uh, there was one story, I was with my buddy, and we both got these girls. This, this was in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we, we, we both got these two girls back to our hotel room, and he's on his bed doing his thing, I'm on my bed doing, doing my thing. On, on my bed, my girl is on top of me, kind of riding me, and then all of a sudden she just cranks back and boom, just punches me in the face. Without warning, she didn't yell anything out. Like, she didn't say, do you want me to hit you or do you want me to control? Nothing, just clock, cranks me out. And then she knocked me out. She completely knocked me unconscious. And my buddy says that after she punched me, she kept going. Like, she kept riding me. And you're unconscious. And I'm unconscious, but apparently still hard. <laughs> that whole scene is so completely crazy. Now, was your 
Was your buddy a dwarf too? Like no, no, no. I, 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 I was the only I was the only dwarf in the room. So <laughs> have you ever done that? Like had like, oh had a multiple like orgy yeah. with a bunch of yeah, little I people. I, really? I, I, I've, I've done that. Um, That's awesome. The best part is that me, or like, and this is kind of what makes me a comedian is whenever I'm uncomfortable in real life, I tell jokes. I, I have to, it's my, it's my coping mechanism. So when like this was happening, I didn't know this was gonna happen, I was only like 21 or something, and all of a sudden just like all these people, all these couples just start hooking up in front of me in this, in this one hotel room, and then this one girl starts hooking up with me, whatever. I start doing like color commentary on all the couples having sex. And it was, it was just like, I was like, I was like Vince Scully. Like, it's time for Dwarf Orgy. <laughs> now he's so settling down. everybody was... Yeah, this was at a dwarf convention. And yes, those exist. Uh, so Isn't it was... the happiest place on earth? It really is. <laughs> uh, it's over like a thousand little people in one hotel. And uh, this, 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 we're having the convention in Boston. And uh, it's just... This orgy just kind of happened. I didn't even, I, I, I wasn't planning on it. I wasn't looking for it. I was just like caught in the crossfire. The winner of the skee ball challenge is Brad Williams. Darn right. Oh, Still taking the lead. Oh, Ooh, recount, recount. <laughs> <laughs> the next challenge will be Guitar Hero. Lana, are you feeling confident? Not really. Have you <laughs> have, have you ever played Guitar Hero before? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to own you. Brad, I think you're going to kick my ass at this because this guitar fits your body I know. more than it fits. It's awesome. This actually sounds better than normal poison. <laughs> with like with, with like the fret bumps and everything. All right, I'm getting this. I mean, are you looking for a relationship now? Are you in one right now? Are you? Oh yeah, like I'm I'm definitely looking for a relationship, but I'm like the I'm like the extremes. Like when I'm in a relationship, I'm the best boyfriend ever. And I do sweet things, and I'm always attentive, and I call all the time, and I'm, and I'm that guy. But when I'm single, I'm the craziest single guy ever, and I engage in midget orgies. Yeah. So it's like, there's not a lot of middle ground with me. I'm like, some people are relationship people, some people are just good bachelors. I'm both. It just depends on what I'm in. I got it that time, right? How'd I do? He still beat me by a lot. Final score. Lana, 10,329. Brad Williams, 36,000 something. It went away. I told you, I'm awesome. Tiny, oh man, it goes, it go, it goes back fingers. to that whole thing. Of I, I just don't want to hurt or wound a child's <laughs> ego. <laughs> You're going easy on me? No. No, I don't, I don't play video games very much, but that was fun. Hell yeah. I'm having a blast. I don't care. Lana, I'm going to change announcer voices. We're halfway through the competition here. Lana Turner not doing quite as well as Brad Williams. Brad taking her down in most challenges. Yeah. Brad, you did very well in the first three challenges. Dance Dance Revolution attributed to your short legs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ski ball attributed to the fact that Lana's not good at ski ball. <laughs> that helps. And Guitar Hero attributed to the fact that you always play Guitar Hero. I do. We're about to enter another challenge. We're going to be racing. Are, do you have an experience in playing racing games? Well, see, I normally avoid them because a lot of times I can't reach the pedals. So this, so ah, Lana, advantage Lana. So oh, Lana could win oh, by default. Let's find a game where he can't reach the pedals. <laughs> I want to win one. 29th place, Lana, not looking so hot here in the NASCAR event. How do we feel after being taken down once again by Mr. Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you must be feeling pretty good about yourself. I am, although they're playing way too much rock music while we were driving. I, I felt like if they were to play like some Toby Keith beer for my horses, then I, then I might have been more inspired and I <laughs> couldn't finish higher than fourth place. The next challenge is incredibly physical. Oh I boy. think this time Lana will have the advantage because she will have height. <laughs> what, what was it, basketball? <laughs> no. Air hockey. Air hockey. Oh, oh, boy. Brad said he was quite a good air hockey player, so. And fuck it, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then fuck it. You're screwed, Lana. <laughs> yeah, but he's right there. You're going to be right at, like, yeah. like, perfect height with the, right. the hole. Again, I, a uh, master of holes. Mm -hmm. Can't lose at air hockey. I have an air hockey table in my house. Do you really? Yes, I cannot lose at this game. <laughs> How? 
are, now you're on the road all the time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm home like three or four days a week. Yeah. <laughs> Which way is she gonna take it? Which way? Is she and Brad ties it up quickly, two to two. <laughs> that three to three. A startling comeback. Brad now leading three to two. He's taking over, guys. Uh, I think you just need one more to win this. Uh, uh, and that's that when it. Brad gets the. And that's the game. Again. Brad, Brad wins seven to three. <laughs> Brad, it was looking shaky for you there for a minute about this uh, win. Uh, did, I, some of us thought that Lana was going to take it. You weren't about to let that happen. Yeah, for a second there, I was looking about as shaky as Michael J. Fox putting together a house of cards. <laughs> but then I pulled it off. <laughs> while, while some people won't brag about this, I'll totally go around and tell everyone I, I, I beat a girl in air hockey. Absolutely. <laughs> Two challenges remain. And uh, first, we're going to go and do some shooting. Put Shoot you guys it. up to each, against each other with a gun. All right. And then the ultimate challenge, the laser maze. Lana, Ooh. you can still come back because the laser maze <laughs> is worth as many points as most of the games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this. I'm not going to win at this shooting thing. I went to college at USC, which is in South Central Los Angeles, so I know how to shoot. <laughs> what are we supposed to shoot at? I'm assuming bad guys. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, so what is this game called, Brad? This game is called Ninja Assassin. We are samurais that somehow have guns, and we're shooting guys with swords. Kind of feels like it is... Oh, you're dead already again. So you were talking about being... What's it like being a dwarf at the holidays? <laughs> like around Christmas. We're coming up on Christmas. Yeah, right and it, it, it's rough because you go, you, you go to the malls and people just assume that I work here. Or like... They, they, they're like, oh, hey, he's on break. And it's, or like the kids, or, or like sometimes parents will want to save a, save some time and uh, they'll bring their kids up to me like, all right, why don't you tell him what you want? And it's like... Instead of bypass Santa, just yeah, tell cause, Yeah, because they want to wait in the line and pay the eight bucks to sit on an old man's lap. So they just come up to me and assume I'm going to do it for free, which is weird. One guy did that one time and he's like, hey, son, this is, this is Santa's elf. You could tell him what you want. And that really made me mad. But I, I, I can't get mad at the kid. Because if I get mad at the kid, then now the kid's going to hate little people. You know what I mean? So I, I can't get mad at him. So I went to the adult, and I was like, yeah. And I, 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 I told the kid, yes, you're, you're getting everything you want for Christmas. You're getting a bike. You're getting an <laughs> Xbox. And, and I, I see the dad, like the fear growing in his eyes. Like, I, I, I can't afford all this stuff. I'm like, you're, you're getting it. You're, you're, do, you have, do you have a pool? He's like, uh, no, I, I, I don't have a pool. You're getting a pool. The only thing that's going to stop you is if your dad fails to file the proper paperwork. And the dad just went nuts. He's like, this is, this, no, I didn't say this. I didn't tell this. I'm like, dude, you brought this upon yourself. And you said, the, you, you started talking to the wrong dude. I'm a comic. I'm going to hit back, man. A wonderful tale, Brad. And again, we've changed, uh, again, once again, Brad has beaten Lana at the gun shooting challenge. Ninja, Ninja Assault. The only way to tie at this point would be the laser challenge. Lana, do you... Can I get all back around if I just win at laser challenge? Thing? Yes, these rules are unfair. I agree. But they were catered. Lana, uh, I work for Lana, so I have catered the rules to make to make it so she can win. So it appears that the laser challenge is just like when you see in the movies when they have the lasers and somebody's like trying to rob a bank or get, get to the prize or whatever it is. They have to crawl over and under laser lines and not trip the alarm. Well, we come to the end of our challenge and once again, Lana hasn't taken it with the laser. Came pretty close this time, but taken down once again by the little man, Brad Williams. Brad must be feeling pretty, must be feeling pretty big right now. I'm feeling huge, other than the fact that Lana's resting her arm on my head. <laughs> Otherwise, feeling great. <laughs> Let's take a look at the tally of our final ticket count coming out of the Extreme Arcade Perfect 10 Arcade Challenge. Brad Williams with 137 tickets. Darn right. Lana Turner with 23. <laughs> 
This we is the way we roll, re roll. This is the way we roll. I'm rolling. Woo! Uh, I, I, I don't want to gloat or anything. Uh, there's a lot of people that made this possible. Uh, I'd like to thank my teammates. Oh, wait, I did this all by myself. I'm awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, no, this, was, this was a blast. I will say, a lot of time you do podcasts and they're in someone's garage or at a, or at a dinky like place where it's just like crappy. This is, I got to do a podcast in an arcade. This was awesome. So much fun hanging out with you today. I oh, really had you. so much fun. I, I want to um, just top the day off perfectly. Uh-huh. Will, you, will you let me pie you? <laughs> uh, I, I I hope that sounds. I I think that that is what I think it is. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go outside. That's going to be a public pieing in the parking lot of this castle place, whatever, <laughs> wherever we are. The castle, miniature golf, batting cages. Fun zone. Fun zone. Arcade. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. You pretty much kicked my ass in there. It did. With the uh, video games and the I the did. whole thing. I did. Uh, video games, the maze, everything. Uh, I, w- I was pretty dominant. <laughs> yeah. I just got fine. Game over. I love that you hit Brad Williams in the face with a pie. I bet you had to throw it underhanded. It's the only one ever that you had to underhand him. Oh. It's like, zoop. It's like, I was it's debating. Like, it's like softball pitching. I was trying to think, where do I put the pie? Do I put it in his face or on the top of his head? Yeah, like, like a funny hat. <laughs> Here, midget, wear a funny hat with your, with your adult big oh, head. He's like the sweetest person and like See, so funny that, that's how midgets roll they they play you off real sweet and then their balls deep you know what's even sweeter than a midget ralphie oh yeah cherry's, cherry's berries, berries. <laughs> Yay. uh has too much football kept you in the doghouse all season uh score a touchdown with your wife a girlfriend uh send her sweet delicious dipped strawberries from sherry's berries uh, giant dip strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting in 1999. Uh, oh, God damn. These things are huge, guys. They're bigger than your face. They're amazing. <laughs> okay. They're mouthwatering. They're delicious. Uh, they're dipped in like white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, all the chocolate for her. Listen, guys, here's the truth. You want some good times in the sack? Give this broad some berries. Okay. Strawberries makes her spread her legs and Get them put up and get them stabbing, all right? They're covered in uh, more chocolate than you want, okay? They're phenomenal, all right? All right next time you uh, watch the games with the family, why not order some football berries, okay? Uh, the wife and the kids will think that you're awesome. Hey, guys, I need to remind you, it's bowl season coming up, okay? You've got all the bowls. Thanksgiving and Christmas, too. Yeah, you've got, you've got the big games this weekend, okay, coming up. You know, Sherry's Berries, uh, it's almost overnight. These delicious gifts sell fast. Order today. Excellent. These offers from Sherry's Berries. Call 866 Fruit Zero Z E R O 2. Visit Sherry's Berries at B E R R I E S dot com. Berries.com. All right. And uh, click on the microphone at the top right center and type in my name, Ralphie, R A L P H I E. Uh, you've got to see the enormous berries for yourself, okay? Seriously, these things are bigger than most baby hands. Damn sure bigger than most midget hands, all right? And you can have them in your mouth. They are fucking amazing, okay? Do, hey, trust a fat guy. When it comes to deliciousness, they're better, all right? And they'll get her legs put up and throw you a good stabbing. Maybe even give you a little hummer, all right? Can't ask more than, a, than from berries than that. And uh, don't wait. Order now. Hanging out with Brad was very, like, exciting because the holidays are coming. And tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I know. And, and, it's, and it's almost Brad's busy season. I know, with Christmas. Watch out, Maul. Here comes Brad Williams. Put some <laughs> bells on your shoes. So tomorrow, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, bitches. Enjoy your food, okay? Get all comatose on your turkeys. And uh, enjoy your football. It's probably be a couple shitty games. 
All right. <laughs> and uh, uh, enjoy everything. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, me, I'm going to Federox. Uh, so I'll be off a couple of uh, podcasts. Yeah. And um, you, you got know a, good, a couple of good dates, though, now coming. You have a I new do. date you can announce, right? I do. I have uh, I'm going to be at Zany's in Nashville uh, uh, Christmas uh, week. Uh, the uh, was it the 20th. Uh, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Uh, I'll be in uh, Nashville at Zany's. And, uh, Are you going to do Christmas as well, Ralph? Are you going to do the 25th or whatever? I don't it? know. Maybe. If, if if we're selling good, we might do one for charity on the uh, 25th, Christmas for charity. And, um, you know, always uh, look, uh, go to ralphiemay.com for dates. Okay, I'm also on Twitter at Ralphie underscore May. All right, and um, and remember, hey, kiss our ass for uh, the giveaway because we're going to be giving it away. All right, right, We've the giveaway to, for the going to Las Vegas when you're there, Las which Vegas. is right around the corner too. Um, and you're also doing New Year's Eve in Phoenix. That's right, it's stand up live. And uh, I'm going to be doing a benefit for the guys from the Dog Whisperer coming up really soon on the 30th of November this month. Yeah. It's a really nice Caesar thing. Milan. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we have a great band live from the Mercy Lounge. It's Phantom, Phantom Farmer. Farmer. I woke up somewhere in the Midwest. Try to imagine where you are I finally kicked my wicked habit No more train tracks on my arms I spent some time in Pensacola Fell asleep on a pine straw bed Living off of bugs and little lizards Voices telling stories in my head Hello mother Hello father How have you been?
Don't waste your time worrying about me It ain't your fault that I'm out of touch And if I ever find what I've been missing I'll meet you back in Poplar Bluff get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suck it.